Hello and welcome to Bit and Bar Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. We are here to make a superhero from scratch, from a random name generated from an internet website. Uh, my name is Dean McKnight, and I'm here to uh, craft this uh, newborn babe with my very good friends, Jay Sarson, Joshua Randall. Hello, get some hands on this babe. I'd rather not. <laughs> how how no. big is this babe that it needs six hands to hold? Uh, 600 feet wide um trouble picturing that it's it's a big it's a big babby we gotta imbue it with life we gotta give it form and function and um emotional impact Hmm. that's usually how these stories go isn't it Mm -hmm. and you know if if we're lucky we can squeeze in some talk about the the comics form and medium uh if that sort of fits the jibe um we haven't really talked much about like what we do for a comic we we you know last episode we were talking about flashbacks and timeline stuff but like let's get back into the nitty-gritty of things I the, talk the presentation about... the craft yeah. mm. craft craft <laughs> we need to um really dig into that and imagine this comic as a physical object because okay. it, if you can imagine it then it'll probably come true and we need we need to win. No, we need um, a big stack of money in our poor podcaster's bank account. <laughs> and if that comes from a, an immaculate conception of a, a comic hero that we're going to make right now, then even better. Good. All right. I don't think that's going to happen, but keep dreaming. Mm. No, 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 it could. Um, you know, there's, there's that um, lower probability that says uh, there's a, an incredible <laughs> chance of any atom spontaneously turning into another atom. We I mean, just need. We, we've hmm. done 127 episodes. I mean, who's to say that the 128th isn't the one where we create life? This could be the one where, um, you know, several trillion atoms spontaneously turn into a comic book that we've talked about in this episode. Let's let's hope it's a good one. Uh, well, yeah. All I can not... say is I'm glad it didn't happen on Coil of Balance. <laughs> yes, we all hate Coil of Balance, don't we? We all do. I love that. I I'm very, I love that child. I won't, you know. We we all have, you know, our little hated ones. Mine's Sydney <laughs> Harbour Bridge, which I know that you two love. Yeah. And you know, you dislike Coil of Balance slash Justice, and mm-hmm. I adore that hero. Uh, here's something you you won't hear a podcast to say uh, ever. Don't listen to that episode. Don't do it. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. We should linger on on the best characters, Bleach Ruby, for example. Oh. Is, is this the burpees? I, no. No, not not yet. That's we're not fair. in the dead of winter. Come back, um, you know, in December when we're all tired and we just want to bang out an episode. Anyway, we should bang out a proper episode right mm. now. Um, we we are filled full of creative um, lava that we're going to erupt oh. all over this oh. uh, po- podcast episode. Well, uh, Josh... you're going to have to hold it in a bit longer because this uh, generator... <laughs> Is yep. it's an old school one because it's a survey. Oh, um, we haven't had one in a while. It's one of those ones that you find on the rumandmonkey.com. <laughs> um, because I know that everyone, you know, sometimes you're sitting there in your rocking chair and you're thinking, "What would I name my hair?" <laughs> what? Right. Just what would I name it? And like- thankfully, the rumandmonkey.com has given us. The hair name generator. Okay. Hair name. Well, what, you mean like the hairstyle or just like 
You really want the, the... to name your hair, don't you? It's there um, all your life for most people, and yet you don't give it a name that gives it character. And well, I feel like this, now's this your is, chance. And I feel like this is something that is uh, quite quite personal to us because maybe a lot of people don't know this. Actually, I can guarantee people don't know this. Remember when you and I came up with a fucking haircut-based battle manga that we never made? Oh, don't... Long time ago. Don't mention that one. Oh, devil's haircut. Oh, uh, we miss you. That's one for a side podcast episode where we talk about how young and naive we were in writing <laughs> scripts. Um, there's a lot of questions on this, so let's kick it off. Because I, sure. I did it once, and it made an interesting name. So I decided, yes, we will use it. But in order to do it, we're going to have to burn through these quite quickly. Okay, um, so fingers crossed the first one's a banger. Which generation do you belong to? The air quotes greatest generation before no. 1946. Uh, boomers. Uh, generation X, millennial, or generation alpha? Alpha? I alpha is apparently 2005 to now. I'm guessing they just didn't put zoomers. Yeah, 400 IQ zoomers. Um, no, we are zero IQ millennials. Yep. Yeah. Next... What do you do currently in life? Good question. I'm still trying to figure that out. I work <laughs> in an office. I don't work in an office. Full-time student rocking it. I'm a traveller. I guess Josh and I work in offices, so we kind of outnumber you, Jay. Yeah, you do. Cool. What is your deepest desire? Inner Aww. and outer peace. A compassionate world. Personal growth. Finding true love. Understanding other people. Dismantling capitalism. Compassionate world. Uh, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, that works. Uh, what would you say is your strongest quality? I'm a bit of a bright spark. Intelligence. <laughs> I am always helping out. Kindness. My life is a crazy explosion of shapes and colours. Creativity. <laughs> I, I'm a yeah. survivor. Strength. I know what I want. Confidence. I'm just gonna put down creativity because you know that's yes, what the last is. Explosion of well, not shapes and colours, but like <laughs> sounds and um, vibrations. I guess. Yeah. Uh, what role do you play in your friendships? I like to make my friends laugh. They come to me for advice. I'm a peacemaker. I offer support. I'm usually there to fix things. Uh, Laughter. Laugh. Yeah. We, we are your friends, listeners, yep. and Sorry, we will I'm, make we, you laugh. We're going to have to keep on burning through this because there's still questions to go. How oh, often God. do you oh, work God. out? Work out? No. Are you serious right now? Every That's day. It. That's the answer. Done. <laughs> next. Next. Uh, why did you take this test? It looked fun. I was bored. A friend encouraged for me podcast. to do so. All of the above. For podcast. No. I'm just going to say... A friend, a friend yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, what do you dream about when you sleep? I often dream that I'm drowning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fighting or running away from war. I dream that I'm flying. I often dream of animals or people and relationships. Uh, people and relationships, because, yep. you know, that's what I can't talk about. If you were an animal, what would you be? Dog, wolf. Podcast. Uh, tiger, lion, jaguar. Gazelle, horse, giraffe. Owl, falcon, eagle. A dolphin. Eagle. Yeah, eagle's eagle. pretty good. That's, that's Owl, Falcon, Eagle. Uh, do you have a bucket list? No. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. What? What? Well, there's a the lot of things. The second no. <laughs> the second no. No, but I, I do know what I want in life. Bang. Yeah. What well, 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 peace? And the capitalism. This is always our fun one. Pick one of the below. Are you <laughs> male, female? Unsure. We are unsure. Thank you very much. Uh, now enter your name. Um, uh, Dean, Jaden, Josh. DJJ <laughs> DJ Josh Name my hair <laughs> A vibrating living mass of childish hair Is is that the name? That's the name That's so, not a name, that's a description It didn't give us a name then, Josh Feel you happy scandals. now, you know what to call your hair 
You can call your no. hair a vibrating living mass of childish hair. Mm. No, no, Josh, you've you've ruined the podcast. You've tanked us. We can you've... try again if you want. I would I mean, much rather... a lot of the answers would stay the same. So, hmm. so we can let's change it to Generation X. Sure. Uh, yeah. Good question. I'm still trying to figure that out for what in life. Deepest desire. Oh, this the speed run. This one. Uh, inner and outer peace. Mm-hmm. I mean, the superheroes. Strongest quality. Uh, let's go intelligence because we are smarties. <laughs> Uh, what role do we oh play? God. We are peacemakers because it's superheroes. Yeah, we're superheroes. How we're often superheroes. do we work out? I mean, fitness is life. Fitness, <laughs> yeah, we're superheroes. We gotta lift those trains. Uh, why do you take this test? Um, none of the above because we're doing it again because it didn't work the first time. Uh, I dream that I'm flying. Like, like a Superman. But but I'm also going to be a Jaguar. Do you have a like bucket a list? Uh... Yes, but it's hard to get to. I'm sure. this is to complete this this Josh. quiz again. <laughs> <laughs> is it actually a name this time? It came up the exact same thing. Cool. This is a bullshit generator. Josh, what's what's what are your initial ideas for uh, a, a fermenting vi- mass of hair? A vibrating, vibrating mass. mass of childish hair. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's your first idea for that one then? <laughs> also. Um, I just hope you realise that you've doomed Jade, no matter what we say, <laughs> to this uh, horrific illustration. Oh, are you kidding? This is easy peasy. What, hair? Yeah. J- Jade's definitely got a hairbrush somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and also, we- some cheats on Clip Paint Studio. <laughs> Very funny. i tell you what's funny. This name, isn't it, Josh? Barrel of laughs. <laughs> well, you know what we said? We like to make our friends laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, childish dregs of hair. Um, okay, I actually have to shift my brain into this gear now because I am I'm settling into this challenge. You know, we this is this is our bread and butter. This is what we do. We've done it 127 times before. I know we always say oh, we've done it so many times. We're really good at it, but like, listen, this, you get this name. You get how. Um, I don't. I think what's worse than like a, a a boring name is just like a very descriptive name because then you're not really using your creativity. You're kind of ticking boxes. We have to tick these boxes now, don't and we? And you need to get out of the box. Well, let's let's try and get out of these boxes then. Uh, childish. Um... A vibrating mass of childish hair. And do you know the reason I know that? Because whilst we were talking, I did it again, and it came up again. But it's fixed. I How think did it, it not fixed. come up when you tested it though? Um, I don't know. I must have clicked the one different thing. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, right. It's vibrating. Vibrations. I think this is the key um, because I hear this, like, a vibrating mass of childish hair. It kind of makes me think of, like, a uh, like a violin bow or something. Like, these hairs, they're not, like, on someone's head. Maybe these hairs are actually part of some sort of tool or instrument like they i this is how we get out of this box like this <laughs> is this is a hero either they are like a sentient item or the item is using hair from a hero something like that someone polish that for me please okay um well a lot of children donate their hair they grow it out very long and mm-hmm. get it cut off at the barbers, um, and they donate it for charity and stuff. That's right. So it could be a literal mass of collected 
donated hair into like an incredible wig that changes shape because it gained sentience <laughs> and it's childish because it's carried on the will of all these children that have donated their hair. So there's a, a collection of children donating their hair, their superpower hair. Yeah. Okay. That now we're onto something. That's good. That's that's the polish we needed. Like visual um, wise, what I'm all I'm thinking of is like the anti spiral from Gurren Lagan, but made out of hair. Yeah, I was thinking like cousin it, but like with oh, a tendril yeah, kind of coming up to wherever its mouth might vaguely be and going like because <laughs> it's very childish, you know. This sounds like a Halloween hmm. episode again. No, I think it's quite charming. Okay, good. But you know, I this is still in that box though, you know. This is I mean, yeah, is... we are just describing the thing but in more detail. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you both for your first idea. Now I want your good ideas. Oh, I see. Right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What yeah, like yeah, yeah. Doctor Octopus, but instead of mechanical arms, it's their hair. Thank you for your second idea, Josh. <laughs> now I want your good ideas. Um Superhero Chimera made out of hair could work. It could work in the way of like hair transplants. Right. You've got this kind of probably crappy supervillain who's taking like locks of hair from heroes and trying to use them in some way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Like, well, they. they... It's like someone with like Samsung powers. They like take someone's hair and they can use whatever um, powers the, the, or knowledge that they had. The Samsung idea is interesting. Mm, it, it's it's I guess in the right story it could be quite good. Um, it I don't know. It it still feels like I don't, I don't know if I'm just being like a fussy little bitch right now, but I feel like we could still. I like, I tell you what, I like the idea of these, like, some sort of commune of kids who are giving up their hair. And, like, what I like about... Okay, hold on. What if uh, this is set in a universe where people, as part of the community, like, when they hit a certain age, they give up uh, a chunk of their hair that they've grown so far to the mass of hair they don't see the mass of hair they, they just kind of leave a bit of the chopped off bit of ponytail on an altar and then the next day it's gone um and what happens is it's taken by this god being that has absorbed the will of its community through all these you know bits of the children's hair so it it has in essence a bit of them a bit of every member of the community as part of it and that that is how it understands the needs, how how this, to be a hero for its community. This is this is good. This is the, the the weird angle I've been hankering for. This this cryptid, almost like deity figure. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of like symbolic things we can do with that. Like you, you you could have someone potentially offer their hair, someone who's a little bit like more of a little turd or something, and they taint this uh, vibrating mass. Or you could have someone who... What, they leave some pubes on the altar or something? (laughs) I mean, why the fuck not? You know, someone who's just like a a, a little prankster, a little um, misbehaving tyke, as it were. Well, good. I I like that because that's part of the name. It's a childish mass. This this deity is like taking on the will of the hairs that it it gathers. So... Mm. 
it would be, you know, it would have a part of that prankishness absorbed what, into it. What if that's the story then? What if mm. the story is, you know, we we open up on this community where, you know, they believe in this creature and, you know, they've been offering their hair for so so many thousands, hundreds, mm. tens of years, etc. Uh, and this creature has been looking after them. There's evidence of it. Um, you know, visiting the village and taking care of them, whether it's like scaring off ne'er-do-wells or, you know, um, you know, you can tell you know, it's been... Re- repairing thatched roofs with yeah. with hair. And you can tell you can tell it's b- visited because there's, you know, hairs all over the place and um, maybe this is a community of people with vibrantly natural hair colours. Mm. So, you, you know... But for our storytelling purposes, you can be like, oh, the pink hairs come from, oh, Pinky down the lane. It's, it's the, the childish vibrating hair mass. It's true. It's true. But mm. then what if um, one of these kids does instead like donate some butt hair or, um, <laughs> you know, just just by virtue of having a, a worse attitude, their hair taints this beast and it becomes different. Um, well, I, I, it'll, it'll be another community hero, but I don't mind that. We need more of those anyway. Um, but what if then the the story is about trying to track down this beast, um, trying to track down how you know that maybe this vibrating mass is now pranking people, um, destroying houses. Maybe they're going after the people that this original kid had vendettas against, and now you're trying to really discover the roots of this um yeah the roots uh, uh uh the roots of this cryptid and how to bring it back to, to the light as it were mm-hmm. i talked for a long time are we into that or thoughts josh i think so but i think the roots thing suddenly gave a little like brainwave of some sort of like weird world tree kind of yggdrasil kind of thing but mm-hmm. with mm. hair yeah that could, that could be a whole thing, maybe. And I was trying to think of like I can't remember what it is. There's that. It's not exactly like a tradition, but I just remember like when I was a kid going to a place and seeing a tree where everyone had like tied scraps of cloth to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. And I can't remember why they did it, but the idea of someone tying their hair to a tree. Mm. That's good. There's something that There's I can see there. in that. I, I think I might, let me let me just do a. Uh, Tying cloth round Josh is popping tree. Up. We, we say that we have to do Google sometimes. Mm. Um, yeah, research is important part of writing. Aha! Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh-huh. uh, it's called a clutie well. Are places uh-huh. of pilgrimage in Celtic areas. They're wells or springs, almost always with a tree growing beside them where strips of cloth or rags have been left, usually tied to the branches as part of a healing ritual. Mm. Healing? Much like how this creature heals the community with its um, great strength and wisdom. Huh? Yeah, we, no, I, we, I like that. I, so I... We, we could be looking at some sort of kind of weird... I mean, it's... Um, yeah, like some kind of like playful deity. Maybe summoned mm. up by the arse hair. <laughs> in some way. Listen, this is... This is going to be the film that the uh, Wolfwalker studio wouldn't touch. But we're going to pick <laughs> it up. We're going okay. to do this... But, like, you say that, my first thought when we got the name was of that kid from Wolfwalker with the oh. big, big red hair. Yeah. Like, that that kind of wild 
massive hair like yeah that that, that popped straight into my head so i'm glad mm, i wasn't but... the only one thinking of Warforkers. <laughs> everyone go watch Warforkers, by the way it's great what a great good, film, good film. Mm. sort of film has sean bean in it come on oh yeah um so coming back to the tree i mm. uh i wonder if um it so you you said it was like tying strips of fabric what if yeah the tradition is to like grow out uh enough hair to make a little plait and yeah. they make like a little plait friendship bracelet and put it on a branch mm. as like a it's... gesture because i don't think Depending on the size of this deity slash tree, you wouldn't be able to grow enough hair to to go around the the whole fucking trunk, right? No, no, no. It's it's, it's around the branches, so it looks like it's kind of like leaves, kind of yeah, yeah, dashed across it. Cool, but it can also be like friendship bracelets that the mm. community gives to the tree. Well, you know, g- g- give what you can. Yeah. yeah, and if yours is just like a little pube bracelet, then you know, <laughs> so, so, so be it. It's a ring. It's just a ring that goes on like a tiny twig. (laughs) (laughs) What if the tradition is like children have to grow their hair out or once it gets to a certain length, that's how they know they're ready to go like beyond their village or out into the world, you know. But whilst they're still there, um, they have to stay in the village and stay within the purview of the vibrating mass of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Let's build that into the... Why? Um, huh? For what reason? Why? I don't know. It's just law. It's called law. What? Like, I... Uh, I want... You You said it, it had to have, like, a, a healing presence, right? Like, this tradition was mm. so that the, the deity oh. had a healing presence. So... If this tradition keeps them shut in the village, I don't like ah, that. Shit. You, you, if anything, you... it would be more of a, like... Okay, it may be a long kind of thought thread, so you may have to bear with me, or it may go quite Off you quickly. Go. I remember getting cut. So I've said it. Um, so the Clutie Wells have something to do with like a pilgrimage. So basically, before the kids leave the village to go be people, mm. they mm. have to tie a bit around the tree in the knowledge that it will always protect them when, um, you know, just kind of like there's a piece of you at home, so you'll always be safe. Yeah. 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 Um, and basically the deity kind of is kind of like a wind spirit mm-hmm. in mm. that s- maybe like a strand of hair <laughs> for some reason all I was thinking was basically hair tumbleweed yeah like a like a dust bunny or something yeah like a dust bunny kind of deity and they're the mass of hair and they kind of turn into like this playful little spirit who maybe looks like the kid from Wolfwalkers. hmm Hmm. kind of think like you know like the hair kind of opens up and there's like some playful little kid spirit in there yeah and just just to remind everyone this this dust bunny wolf walker looking thing is a superhero they are being a superhero they're well, helping yeah. that's the thing they're, they're going to be protecting crime. yeah they're going to be protecting those who have left yeah celtic crime they're fighting celtic crime <laughs> it's great imagine well, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be exactly celtic because obviously we're doing quite a bit of stretching Pseudo Celtic crime. That they're, they're fighting pseudo Celtic okay, crime. Okay, Dean. Um, That's great. So I'm I'm visualizing like the the tree and it's it's massive leaf like hair, hair like leaves. Mm. This strange amalgam of the two. <laughs> um, and on each of like its many branches, it has all these different uh, strands tied. Mm. Um, over time, 
I imagine like the older hair is assimilated into the mass, so you lose the sense of them mm. being these little hair bracelets, and instead they become part of the mass. Mm. Um, so I'm visualizing like the way your scenario plays out, where someone on a pilgrimage needs help. Uh, their the branch that they put their twist of hair on sort mm. of morphs into a hand, so that the the twist is on like a wrist. Yeah. Oh. And then the creature sort of comes out of that and leaves the rest of the tree. So it's only a small part of like the deity. Oh, so it literally like sort of comes out of the tree almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's and that's cool. that's why it's childish because it's like a small part that is birthed from this older, mm. wiser one. Also, could you, would you think like the entire tree itself would be like wise and knowledgeable being like a very old tree, but you know. I really like the idea of us not, um, not to do our usual and be like, we don't need to know. No, it's not that. It's the sense of, um, I'm thinking back to Milan. You remember mm. when like the great stone dragon didn't actually wake up and Mushu yeah. had to go after, after Milan? You had this idea like you never really got to speak to the great stone dragon. You never really got an idea of its personality, whether it even mm. existed but yeah. there's also that mysterious element of, ah, this was the Great Stone Dragon's plan all along, you know? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I like you. that kind of stoic. I like the idea of just like, you mentioned like <laughs> wind being a, a presence. Like it just kind of, the susurrus through the, the, the branches encouraging this small offshoot to go off and, and help a new person on a pilgrimage. So you get the idea that it's alive, but... You don't actually get like words from it mm. or feeling. Mm. Well, it can, you could have that kind of implied. So, like potentially, like it could be like the lower down the tree. Obviously, maybe like the younger mm. the branches are. So the offshoot kind of gets off, and maybe kind of like not quite asks for like advice or something. Mm. But like basically, you get a scene where the wind blows through the trees. The, mm. the leaves kind of ruffle. Or the hair rough rustles, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And the deity kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll. Uh, it's like the leaves have said something that only mm. the deity can understand. You know that. Oh yeah, I like of, that. A little bit of comedy. That's great. Yes. A little ratatat. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. Good. So what's um, what's the um what's the dynamic here? Like, why do why do we have the situation with the a kid going on a pilgrimage? outside of their community uh and why does this deity get sent after the kid um, and, and also how do they interact right so several questions to answer here <laughs> i have a few ideas you know a pilgrimage is to sort of prove your your worth prove like mm. you've become an adult as well so not necessarily could... that's that's your that's one definition of pilgrimage. yeah yeah well, like i'm just you know saying Oh, so maybe they're trying to bring back something that proves their worth. Maybe there's, you know, natural resources nearby. Maybe, you know, there's a cool, like, ge geode or something. They have to climb a mountain and chip off or something. Um, or they have to, you know, there's one pilgrimage type that's, like, fighting, like, a, a, a certain predator and winning that over or something. Mm, um, this is very physical slash strength oriented could just be knowledge well, bring back I, something new there's that but there's oh. <laughs> there's also the healing coming back to the healing like oh, what yeah. if 
What if the pilgrimage is for each person to go on like a, a journey of healing to learn how I, to heal their village better? I think, yeah, it, I don't think it'd be, um, you know, go out and learn, like learn first aid or something like that or heal no, yourself. No, that's very straightforward <laughs> interpretation. No. But I also think it's too straightforward to be like, go forth, son, murder a lion and bring it back to the yeah. village. Like, no, no, that's boring. Yeah. Uh, I think... Um, bringing something back to heal the village you know then you've got like you're, you're testing the the kids powers of observation to see if they can spot what's wrong with the village and then testing their their everything else to find a solution to that problem hmm. you know is it something that all kids go on or is it something that just you know like the mulan kind of thing this is a situation where they have to go and it'll oh. never happen again hmm. well in order to give us our law of having the tree having lots of hair from its community i feel mm. like it needs to be a semi-regular thing yeah, yeah. which yeah. would then make the question what's wrong with this village that it needs every child pretty much to leave and kind of sort out something for healing oh maybe. well maybe holy shit that's that's a really good like cyclical premise is mm. it not like they they know there's something wrong with the village so that's why mm. they send everyone out to try and find something to heal it but they just keep coming back empty-handed and so our main characters are the ones that are going to go and finally figure it out yeah that's what i was kind of implying the whole time yeah. uh, right gotcha yeah, you know. i gotcha good i'm glad we're on the same wavelength that was totally what i was thinking we should be talking about yeah josh uh, wait hold on hold on miscommunication here <laughs> i'm not sure if you're calling me out for repeating back what you just said no. or <laughs> you're being entirely sarcastic <laughs> Yep. I think uh, I did not think about going down that route at all, but hey, it works. Cool. <laughs> it works. I think the village is split. I think the village is broken. Okay. Um, people are working together, but they're not seeing eye to eye. Right. Maybe right. there's sort of social issues or um, issues with the leadership, which means there's friction being caused, and these kind of like. Um, Almost like uh, your favorite film, Klaus, Jade. Maybe there's um, f deep fractures that require um, the village not only to try and heal individuals because mm. they're suffering the fallout, but also to heal well, heal buildings by fixing them and um, you know just trying to keep the community together by whatever means necessary. But these kids. They can only really put um, a plaster on the deeper issues. They can't really get go any further than that mm -hmm. until until something really causes friction. You know, really puts salt in these wounds, like a firecracker in this den of snakes, as if you mm. would. Um, you know, this kid irresponsibly giving hair to this um, a vibrating mass, which causes it to you know focus on mischief and. Um, havoc instead of peace and harmony mm. which sort of brings his pot over the boil and have, forces everyone to focus on like the the deeper issues in a way kind of no um <laughs> oh but only in a way the though. the pubes are the key to this okay they are the reason why the deity comes out okay. every single um year Kids will come along, cut a bit of their ponytail off, they'll leave, they'll come back, no help. Mm. And for some reason, the way that the this kid has decided to 
I mean, it doesn't have to be pubes. It could be anything. Um, yeah, yeah. It could be underarm hair. It does could... feel a bit skeevy to go with pubes if it yeah, depends let... how young this kid is. Like... Yeah, that's true. Let's go. Let's go. Um, armpit hair because that can. Yeah. That's funny. Um, you can have a nice little panel where they just kind of like point at their armpit and they're like, eh. um, <laughs> you know, they do like the armpit farts with the hands. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I like armpit hair. Let's go with that. Okay. Um, and because they decided to do something different, it's the tree's grand plan that they might be the one who can actually do something by thinking a bit differently. Good, good. Yes, good. Oh, so it's more, I feel that's a little bit more Disney-ish. Like, it's not evil, it's just, like, doing something a little dumb to try and get new results. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've seen, like, so many generations before you try and solve the issue, come back, and nothing's changed, and when they get told, all right, it's your turn, go cut off your ponytail and Mm. go solve this, you're going to think, well, what am I going to do anything different? I'm just another kid. Hmm. I mean, it, when, when I say like that, yes, it is quite kind of like Disney-fied, but nah, it's kind of like a... I'd like to think of it more of as like a classic kind of hero type deal, I guess. Yeah, like it's not it's not a chosen one. It's a, no. God, we've tried everything else. Let's try you now. Yeah. Does this mean this, this kid who was originally a dickhead in our first draft might be, you know, someone who... More of a... a um, oh, who's the guy from How to Train Your Dragon? Oh, hiccup. Main... hiccup. Hiccup. More of a hiccup type. I wouldn't say like someone who's so like glum down, but someone who's, you know, thinks more laterally. You know, they... I they don't sol- think they thought at all. I think they were no. just like, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if I did did it with my armpit hair instead? You still, you still want to go Not like that. it's going to make a difference. Okay. Okay. Hmm. But, Listen, you know, we, all, we all like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was just trying to groom them into some sort of protagonist for this story. But I mean, like... look, look, if you want an easy fix, there is the alternate, which is um, to not have just one protagonist and have someone who's doing it properly get sent along mm. with the idiot. And especially like... if, Dean, you want to go with your whole kind of a town divided, what mm, better than yeah. having one kind of oh, punky like... armpit one yeah. and then one who's like prim proper kind of Prince Charming type. Yeah, prim proper is exactly what I was going to say. See, my instinct says, you know, for elegance sake to, you know, go with like the the dumbass, to to go with armpit person being the protag. But I think, you know, maybe we have like a prince and pauper thing where they're trying to teach each each other, these two characters, smart person and armpit hair, to think a little bit more like each other. Mm. Because A, 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 two people listening to each other coming together in this village mm-hmm. maybe their rival you know households or something as well we could do something with that do we still so so essentially we'd end up with like a trio really because mm. the deity would be like the third the, the, yeah the tag along mm. who would rile them both up mm. i'm not sure if they'd actually even like i'm not sure if the deity would actually hang out with them though there'd mm. be more of a kind of putting them into situations that might make them work together Oh, I thought you the know, deity was going to be like a childish thing. Oh, no. It's going to be childish. They're, they're, yeah. they're going to be a mischievous trickster, but they're mm. not going to make themselves known. Oh. Yeah. They're, they're not They're not so much active Mushu as much as... Um, just they're like Mushu a... from Milan too, a.k.a. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're more... They're, they're still like that cryptid-style creature who, yeah. you know, sets up situations, you know, prods... It sticks a pin up someone's butt and makes them scream and 
headbutt mm. the ceiling and cause a ruckus, you know, but never mm. seen. You yes, know. Thro- throws magical hurdles in the way. Yeah, yeah, more more of the them guardians, uh, the the guardians, rise of the guardians, more <laughs> like those. Right, you know, kids don't see them. Oh no, shit, they did in that film, didn't they? Eventually, it's yeah. more like the one, the. You guys know what I'm talking. I don't have to reference an example to, you know, illustrate my point. You don't, but you're going to great lengths. Mm. So, um, so yeah, the deity isn't going to be so. They're going to be active, but they're going to be in the background. Yes, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, almost like the Wolf Walker herself at the start of the film. Anyway, yeah, don't yeah, stop so... making references, Dean. <laughs> So these... I know I started it. It's my fault entirely, but it, it was just a crutch. I have to admit that. <laughs> this this duo plus the vibrating mass yes. are trying to heal this heal this village. What's from... wrong with the village? Um, I mean, you could always go with like the kind of like the coolie. Um, what was it the coolie well? The what? Oh, the the tradition that you were talking about. Yeah, the the clutie mm-hmm. well. And it says it's near like a pool. We could go easily go with it's kind of not so much a MacGuffin, but like you could easily just have the pool by the tree polluted, and you could just go for a pollution type deal because then it brings into the nature type stuff. There's that. I kind of want to. I kind of want to keep it somewhat social. Okay, well I have a social pitch for you then. Go on. Um, it it is still related to the tradition, but it's um an examination of using tradition as a crutch instead of being an active problem solver so the idea of like the, the the deity will fix our problems if we just keep giving it hair and going on pilgrimages instead of actively mm. doing something ourselves in the village yeah. like i've been i've been thinking a lot for some reason about <laughs> terry pratchett stories lately mm-hmm. um and we won't get into why um but uh there's a lot in the stories about witch characters um about like this idea of magic being seen as like a fix-all mm. when what mm. the witches in Pratchett stories do is they actually get to the root of social problems um, and do some very like basic ass social stuff instead of whipping out a wand and yeah. you know like like a wizard <laughs> you know um, so you know this idea of like folk the, the villager focusing too much on the tree itself and the, the deity and thinking of the problems as something that they personally can't fix. So they've just given up. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Sort of, there's a hopelessness to this situation, mm. whatever it is. And I think not only has that driven people to give up, but also the last remaining people trying to solve that problem to be so at loggerheads with each other. So like, set in their ideas and believing that their ideas will work mm. that they just can't see um, past their own nose. You could also have a um, a bit of a kind of a comment on how it is always pushed on the next generation to solve the current generation's problems. Yes. Oh. yes like, yes, don't yes, worry, yes. the kids are going to... The, the kids are better, so they're going to solve all these issues when really the way that you've kind of raised the kids means that they probably, like, they're just going to be... We gave them anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I like the idea of um, the prim and proper kid kind of lecturing the dumbass kid, being like, "You're ruining this. You're doing it all wrong," and them having like a conversation as they go on this pilgrimage of like, Mm. "Well, 
well, why don't you explain it to me then? Why are we doing this? And the kid's like, well, you know. No, I don't. Explain it to me. Well, <laughs> well but because the adults said so. That's what we have to do. We give the hair to the deity. And, oh, God, I'm going I'm going to miss my long locks. But that's what we do. Why? Be- because that's what we've always done. Yeah, but why? Because, just because. And, you know, this kind of back and forth that slowly etches away at our young prim protagonist's idea mm. of why they're actually doing it and they have to actually figure out their own reason for going on the pilgrimage and their own idea of how to heal the community. Yeah. It's, and at the end of it, you can just have like the dumbass be like, huh, your argument's pretty weak if I could just erode it away by saying why a lot. You yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seems pretty silly to me. It <laughs> picks nose, flicks, bogey. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's nice, it's nice going back into like a, 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 a period piece as well, you know? We don't do those enough. I like going back in time and keeping things weird. Well, it's quite interesting to see kind of have like a more, uh, not mythical kind of hero, but mm. more of a, there's not really going to be any gadgets in this, is there? No. Yeah, it's more folk, folky and... There's no sidekicks. <laughs> <laughs> you could call these kids sidekicks to a point. Or maybe no, the hero in they're... this one's a sidekick. Yeah, I'd say the hero is is taking a back seat actually to yeah. the main mm. characters. Um, I'm gonna regret asking this, but mm. uh, costume ideas. Uh... Um, for the deity. For the uh, deity. Just a lot, just a lot, just a lot of swirls. Um, just it... we could kind of go for like a curly haired kind of uh, th- uh thing, cousin it. Surely mm. there'd be a mix of all kinds of hair though. Yeah, they would. They they'd have lots of different types of hair, and on each wrist they'd have. Well, actually, on one wrist, they'd have the prim person's yeah. bracelet. And then on, like, the finger of that hand, <laughs> they've got a little twist of armpit hair. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, this uh, deity, like, coming to life, you know, like, ah, oh, yes, I've been summoned by these two pieces of hair. And just, like, kind of closing their wrist around their hand and wrist around the armpit hair. And just be like, mm. obviously, they probably wouldn't say it because this kind of does seem like it's got more of a kids kind of audience but like truly yeah. like what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that that vibe but in yeah. in kid friendly words yeah. yeah um otherwise um i wouldn't like it like all period dress kind of like the the vibe that a knight's tale tried to go for at certain points oh, also yeah. like like throwing forwards to modern clothing almost yeah like kind of like a punky leathery jacket for the armpit kid mm-hmm. but <laughs> leather jacket but make it folky and also <laughs> no shirt like just shirtless yeah. because oh, yeah. this kid needs access to their underarms all the time yeah, of course <laughs> do you think this kid's like naturally quite hairy as well um could be yeah yeah you know play around with that mm-hmm. um because then i guess like you can use that as an excuse to sort of bulk out the hair on the uh the the vibrating mass as well Mm. Um, what so yeah. cl- clarify for me what era this is taking place in? Sort of um, Dark Ages era, you know. The word where serfdom still has meaning. <laughs> okay. You know. Um, but then what? throw in just just throw in some modern bits, you know. Yeah. Butterfly hair clips, just just like, <laughs> just like a Knight's Tale. <laughs> like modern modern um, shapes. And modern designs, but you mm-hmm. know, made with old-time materials. Sure. No, no zips though, because zips are some sort of futuristic <laughs> super technology. Like, 
every time that you see a zip, it should just be like a piece of string tied through a hole to like maybe like a like a toggle kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just like a Knight's Tale, there can be like some like female character with an oddly modern dress that would never fly <laughs> in that fucking age. <laughs> You you remember that dress? In of that, course, like, I fucking scene? do. With the mesh, where you can kind of <laughs> yeah. see like quite a lot of what's going on under the dress. In a film where they all sing Queen in a jousting contest, <laughs> that's the thing that took me out of it. And then um, they all dance to David Bowie. Mm. But this isn't a Knight's Tale podcast as much as I wish it could be. Yeah. Um, crim is... and proper. What are they going to look like? Mm. Um. Or maybe. I guess the cliche thing would be to say that, you know, they have, you know, proper, well-cut, tailor-made clothes and, you know, I think, wait, no, they wouldn't have that. They would be prepared to go on like a long, arduous pilgrimage. You know, like how posh people dress up for camping. Yeah. So so maybe they have like a contrasting coat, but instead of leather, it's like wax. You know, they're ready to go... um, into the wilderness for a long time and survive. Mm. Kind of well, like a like a big old cape on one shoulder. Yeah, maybe they well, got can, like. Hold, hold on, can I come at you with a small twist on what we've got going on? Mm-hmm. Go on. Because we're assuming that the prim and proper person is like also very well off, and the armpit yeah. kid is poor, I guess. But I'd rather switch it up because surely the armpit kid being disrespectful and disregarding of like what everyone else wants is a very hoity-toity bougie thing to do Mm. no Hmm. and like following tradition and wanting to make your parents proud is very much a more low-class thing that's true because then you could have like a mess you know you could you could have them figure each other out in the sense that like the the armpit kid is part of the the problematic members of their society mm. who are disregarding what's good for everyone. But then the prim and proper kid is also part of the group that's sticking too much to tradition and not, you know, they're, they're both, change. yeah, they're both not doing anything to fix things yeah. except what they've always bloody done. Hmm. That could be interesting. They almost um, sound like three-dimensional characters. <laughs> Jeez, Jade. Um, I'll pass it by the listeners. Uh, they, they'll they give us the last word. We'll see if oh, they th- like this, that. This is Dean trying to wrap up the episode. Oh, come on. I have a word for, for the prim and proper one, for their, their, their dress vibe. Go yeah. on. Sacrificial. If we're going for, like, not in the sense of, like, oh, a pure white dress because they're mm. going for the sacrificial <laughs> lamb look. No, but in the sense, like, they're definitely being sent off sacrificially. Yeah. Mm. yeah, absolutely. Not not to die, but you can be sacrificed to the cause. Yes, you know they're they're being sent off into the world, almost like almost like a not like exactly, but almost like a soldier being sent off to war. So like, well, it's um, it's like so prim and proper is going to be leaving with like a massive big old like rucksack that's like yes! three three yeah, times yeah. the size that they are, and oh. punk punky turns up with. I don't know, a bum bag. A pocket of lint, yeah. Yeah. Like a, a fucking hobo bindle or something. <laughs> a, cha- a chain wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chain wallets existed in <clears throat> A Knight's Tale. Um. <laughs> well, I'm sure, they had, I'm sure they had a chain, so we could just have a big old, like, bulky chain with, yeah. I don't know, something attached to it. Mm. <laughs> their, their, their little, like, coin bag with a drawstring on it, attach that to a, a uh, chain. 
<laughs> and now it's time to send our listeners off on their pilgrimage. You will go back off into the world and you I bring us I back something nice. I haven't finished I, my thought. You've had so was... many you had so much time to th- finish your thought, Jade. Oh. Um, I was we haven't, I was just we gonna clarify. The story. Oh. The, the, the story's the story doesn't need to be finished. Fine. Surely it does. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they're just going to become the next generation of people who haven't solved their issue. Yeah. The next generation can like sort, like finish our story for us. It's it's up to them now to do Look, it. Look, I was just going to wrap it up by coming back to Josh's original proposed theme of the adults are putting all of their problems onto the children instead of solving the problems. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. when I said that the main character, the prim and proper one, is a sacrificial type it's not a sacrifice towards death it's a sacrifice to the responsibility oh that is a good thought i should have let you so so that yeah well that's funny that um so maybe these kids come back and we have a scene at the end of like maybe the some key players that we've seen at the start in the establishing the community scenes Uh, at the end they're they're kind of gathered because they're like I see them in the distance. They're coming home. And, and they're like, oh, I wonder what they've, they've brought back. And some of them are like, ah, same as usual. Fuck all, you know. But in child-friendly language. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, suddenly some of the adults are like, hold on a minute. What? They look at one of them stomping. They, they don't normally walk like that. And the two kids are coming back absolutely furious because they've gone on a soul-searching trip. They've figured out each other like each other's problems and they've realized that the adults pinned it all on them to solve so they come storming back like hey you guys are are being shit to us like you you put all this on kids Mm. you need to solve your own problems i'm 10 (laughs) i should be in school i want to trade pokemon cards man yeah ye ye oldie pokemon cards ye oldie pokemon cards (laughs) yeah yeah uh, I'd, I'd be pretty pissed too. And yeah. then do they they just solve it? They just work together? Um, all the kids of the village are like hanging, uh, are milling about in the crowd and are like, yeah! And and <laughs> like start trading like little, little barbs about how the adults are like putting loads of chores on them when they're too young instead mm. of letting them go to school and play with each other and just be kids. Uh, and the murmur rises... Until it's a, a horrible din, uh, and the crowd separates into the kids and adults, uh, and they're no longer separated into classes. It's just kids versus adults <laughs> suddenly, um, and so they're united in in their desire for change, and uh, the kids force the adults to change. Good. See, there you go, Dean. That was only a couple more minutes. We managed to actually finish a story. Yeah. Ah, oh, but it would have been thematically f- like. <laughs> fulfilling just to leave it to the others as yeah, well like listeners you, 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 you do it only, only if our listeners are like the generation below us which i don't know if they are um we're all old as balls now man we're all over no 30. we're not we're, we're only just over 30 <laughs> i mean we're we're over the hill no we're i mean not. we are the like correct age for podcasting but we are not the correct <laughs> age for problem solving that's for sure Thank you now for listening to us solve a problem. that's a defeatist attitude. <laughs> Thank You're you. just like the, the fucking townspeople. <laughs> you are uh, a stinking adult, Dean. Oh, God. I've, I've finally become one. I've, I've, I've never felt like such a child. Everything I've ever hated. <laughs> I look at my hands and I wonder, who's these belong to? Me or my 
the, the, the elders who reject... Josh, tell, tell me about the review stuff before I go they know on. How, they know how to do it by now. Go to your podcasting platform, leave us four five stars, we'll throw you into a generator. It'll be better better done than the one that we did today, but I think we did pretty well with it in the end. Um, I think so. And if you believe that, then please put four or five stars. Because from what I've been finding about algorithms recently... Anything below, well, anything below a five is useless. Yeah, why um, do you let l- let them concede four? Like, just because ask for five. Choice, Jay. No, no, we're worth it. Five only. <laughs> we literally made a hair out of vibrating hair. Come on. Yeah, I, I do you know what? I never doubted us for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what that's why I did the generator two more times. <laughs> <laughs> um. In fact, I may even post the generator onto the Twitter, which is BBR underscore podcast this week, just to see if anyone else gets a different answer, or if everyone else just gets a vibrating, childish mess of hair. <laughs> um, is it broken? Are we just unlucky? You decide. I mean, it, it wasn't unlucky in the end. There was clearly some sort of fate slash deity working to our uh, to try and help us. Oh, I just felt just felt a chill sweep through the room. Oh. Well, there you go. Um, illustration Monday after you know that jazz it's, it's all yeah. the same it's all the same I don't even know why I have to uh, keep saying each week I could just record myself saying it oh man that would save hello so listeners <laughs> four or five stars Jade what are you mm-hmm. looking forward to drawing in this hero not drawing a crowd uh, uh, uh. next time we will make a team you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean DeMullet McKnight. Uh, I'm Jade Undercut Sarson. And I am Josh the Devil's Haircut Randall. <laughs> Rip and peace. <laughs> oh, good night. Oh, good night.